My name is John Machado, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. So I've watched the uh, the debate for a second time, watching with uh, Stephen Crowder's coverage of it. <coughs> Excuse me, and um, I got to give it to Crowder, man. He's uh, he can he can definitely do a watch party. Um, I think give uh, give Gavin a little bit of time, and uh, he'll probably be up at that point. Gavin started playing like, uh, oh fuck, what was it? Van Halen, because Van Halen uh, um, had passed away. What was he? Fifty something? No, sixties, fifties, sixties. But anyway, so he was playing some of his <laughs> music during it. Um, which hot for teacher with that galloping double pedal? Oh, dude, dude, it's a good, it's a good jam. I'm not a huge fan of uh, bands like Van Halen, but uh, that's a badass song. Anyway, uh, after watching the entire debate, start to finish, um, with Crowder, and and I actually got to see some stuff that I I didn't see last night. Fucking Pence wrecked Kamala Harris. Fucked her up six ways from Sunday, son. Um, every, I mean, she, but she was, it was, she was even worse. She was even more of a bitch than what I remembered from last night. Probably because I didn't get like a constant stream of her during that. Ugh. Ugh. Who told her to be such a twat? You're not going to win anybody with that, dude. Like, truly, you're not. You're not going to get people going, you know what? I like the bitch. <laughs> I mean, as I said, and as Gavin said, and Ryan, they made a really good point that it, it's, you're basically, you know who you're going to vote for. There's, I would say, fairly few fence sitters at this point. Um, okay, cool. Sorry, I got a text message. <laughs> My attention gets averted that fast. Ooh, squirrel. Um, but yeah, and <laughs> Crowder was getting pretty amped up at a couple of these, so um, which is cool to see. Man, I really want to see Crowder. I tried calling into uh, Gavin because they were doing uh, call-ins last night. I guess Crowder was too, but I'm, uh, I'm subscribed to Sensor TV, so there you go. Anyway. Um, tried to call in. I was going to ask if he would, if Gavin was going to be bringing back the free speech debates because what he was doing there for a bit was having uh, liberals and he, <laughs> I like how he defines it, non-liberals, as in retards and normal people. <laughs> so, uh, but he was having, him, you know, one-on-one -on -one sit down and he was kind of playing the moderator um, <coughs> at a bar and uh, they'd have like a, a genuine sit-down discussion, you know, and uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, Milo did one. I can't remember. I, I, who did the one with Lamont Hill? Was that uh, is that Dinesh D'Souza and Lamont, Lamont Hill? Lamont Hill's a real piece of work, man. But um, hey, man, he showed up, did the debate. Who else did it? Dinesh D'Souza, where that's where they got the dude from. <laughs> Just try saying it to yourself right now. Dude. <laughs> it will give it'll put a smile on your face to listen to Dinesh D'Souza try to say the word toad. Uh, um uh, what's her name? The, the uh 
uh, Candace Owens. She did it. Uh, who else? There's been a couple people that have shown up. Well, there is a uh, an, an issue because he reached. Ah, I just bit my tongue. He reached out to uh, Anna Kasparian, who works for the Young Turks, to try to get her. I think he reached out to her to try to get her on the show. He reached out to David Pakman, who's a liberal cunt, and uh, but he's not so bad. Like I, I guess I shouldn't call him necessarily a cunt. Um, he's not so bad. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for that one. I do. That that was a little uncalled for, I think, to a certain degree. Because Pac-Man kind of seems pretty genuine. Now that I'm looking back at like what I remember of him, he kind of seems pretty cool. So I, maybe I should take that one back a little bit. I don't think he reached out to Kyle Kalinske. He reached out to Sam Cedar. Sam Cedar, I want to fucking fight. I want to fight Sam Cedar. I want to fight John Fuglesang. And I'm fairly certain that my tweet to John Fuglesang is the reason why I'm... <laughs> suspended from Twitter because I called him a retard twice. Um, fuck, I want to fight those guys. But it's just the nerve of these douchebags, the audacity to say such lies and bullshit that they have. Um, and they've just got the support. You know, it's like, God damn it, man. You fuckers. So, but anyway, so Gavin reached out to them, was going to pay them to come on his show. This backs what Steven Crowder said on Joe Rogan's podcast, I think the first time he was on there. Mind you, these guys will never go back on Joe Rogan's podcast, not for lack of want. They would love to go back on Joe Rogan's podcast and have a discussion with him. It's Joe Rogan, the snake in the grass that I keep calling him. Um, him in Spotify. I'd say probably more so Spotify. Maybe I shouldn't be so hard on Joe, but so many things that fucking piss me off about what that dude has done. Um, or from what I've seen him fall from, you know, not grace necessarily, but more so uh, the good standpoint that I thought he was at. <clears throat> Even though he's always been a real fucking treat towards Catholicism. out to these guys and they they on their shows made a great big deal about it. Gavin even did a, a video on it. Um, I think this was about last year. Yeah, 2018. Yeah. Yep. It was about this time last year and uh, he just pointed out the hypocrisy from these fuckers where he's like, oh, I'm sorry, on, uh, on Joe Rogan's show um, Steven Crowder said, it's impossible to get liberals on your show. The liberal talking heads, the main liberals that, unless you're a normal person, or if you're a normal person, you don't know who these people are. But people like me that, you know, try to check out as much politics as you can within a working day, um, you know, you'll know who these guys are. You just can't get them on your show because they don't want to. They can't. They can't debate. They can't. Now, Stephen 
didn't realize, <laughs> I guess, who Sam Cedar was at that point. And I think Stephen is afraid to debate Sam Cedar to the point where he has not only changed his change my mind sections or, or explanation of what it is, because now you'll hear him say, well, it's not a debate. This is just a discussion. And it's like, no, Stephen, when you first started doing this, it was a debate. And then he even admitted uh, in one of his videos the other day that he's not good at debating. So it's like he's, he's I don't want to say necessarily he's bowing down to Sam Cedar, but I think he'd do fine against him. I wish he'd debate him. I really do. Uh, I think Steven is a knowledgeable dude. I think he could beat uh, uh, Sam Cedar, but, you know, the thing that's worrisome about Sam Cedar. But the thing that's worried about worrisome about Sam Cedar is that he is a lawyer, as I have said before. He went, now he didn't graduate, he didn't pass the bar, but he went to school to be a lawyer which means that he learned how to argue. He learned the art of argument, especially for um, on the side of lies, on the side of incorrect information, which is why I think he is the best that the left has to offer. Now, it's not just because he went to, to uh, lawyer school. I mean, lawyer school? It's not just because he went to law school. Um, because there's plenty of people that go to law school that turn out to be shitty lawyers. Um, I, I guess I have to give some part of um, the, the credit to him as a person, uh, to a degree, to being able to argue from the standpoint that he does. I think he finds minute five points that he can use, um, and he, he, uh, that's his strength in a debate. But Kamala Harris is also a lawyer, was a lawyer, was the uh, attorney general, I think, for California, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, she got fucking trounced last night by Mike Pence. Mike Pence fucking beat that ass in that debate last night. I mean, it was just... Uh, Rewatching it, I was like, fuck, man. I think I, I go into a lot of things fairly negative, <laughs> even though I try to be a very positive person. Um, even though I get the title of bis bitter bastard, mm, if I can only talk, bitter bastard, I could go into that store right now. Sure could, as I put on my blinky. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do it. I got time. But yeah, every it, when I when I rewatched it, um, oh man, it was it was it was really good. Even Steven was like, "Fuck, man, he he fucked her up." He goes, he called it a bloodbath. I don't know if I'd go that far. She had a couple of good points. I was watching Tim Pool's uh, video on it, and uh, she had some she had some points. I shouldn't say good points; they were basically lies um, to counteract. But you got to understand. And what I think the left understands very well is that the majority of the public that's watching this stuff, they don't research this. We all have a fucking cell phone. We all have Google on our phones. It's, as I've said before, it's not that you can't find the information on Google. It's just how Google gets you information. Um, but you can still fucking find some facts on this shit. And uh, sadly, a lot of people don't. Um, I, the, the fact that people don't know who the fuck the Proud Boys are is ridiculous. Or Antifa. I, I mean, this shit's been going on for three years. Like, you're not seeing uh, clashes. I mean, did it really take uh, the rioting for you to finally look at it and go, oh, what the fuck is going on with our country? Hold on, I'll be right back. So anyway, um, 
Yeah, the shit she, she was coming up with with um, was primarily lies. I mean, shit, I even talked about uh, the little bit of truth that she would use and then just fucking lie after lie after lie. The soldiers went, and it was cool to watch because uh, Steven Crowder, uh, they were paying closer attention to how the debate was going, what were they, what they were discussing, and shit like that. Are you fucking turn, you son of a bitch, not using your blinker, shit. Anyways, um, and being that I had already watched it, I knew where they were gonna lose their shit. <laughs> Crowder started cussing, <laughs> which, for somebody that doesn't cuss that often, and then when you hear him cuss. I'll admit, it's more impactful. So. Oh, uh, Tim Pool. Tim Pool was even uh, noting that. He, he said that. Um, am I in the right fucking lane? Yeah. Right? I get to go straight. There's only one lane there, dude. What the fuck? Why is there. I'm in a four lane thing. One for the right. Is this two for the right? No. Why is there fucking four lanes here? Oh, I see. There's two lanes to the left. Did you hear that guy take off? That was freaking me out. I'm like, fuck, am I going to have to beat somebody off the line <laughs> in my SUV? I had to get a little panicked there for a minute. Anyway, Tim Pool said that Mike Pence nuked Kamala Harris. Yeah, yeah. He did. And of course the left is always going to come and protect their own. Well, Kamala Harris won. How? Like, the fucking catty little shit that she was doing. The I'm speaking, I'm speaking. Oh, the fly. The fly was the worst. The <laughs> um, Gavin put, put it on parlor, the five-minute segment of them, like, losing their shit over the fly. <laughs> I almost woke up the wife and kids last night laughing hard at that. <laughs> that was hilarious. But, um, yeah. It was a good debate win for, um, for Trump, too. Because if you look at it, right? And by the way, I've talked to my wife since this morning. As you would assume that I probably wouldn't speak with my wife. But we talked it over. You know. She's one of those people, I assume, that want for the president to act with a certain decorum. I don't give a shit. Sort of. Alright? Sort of. Maybe I'm just biased about a guy that's seemingly on my stuff, especially Liz. If we can get past all the fucking bumps in the road. I'm on a dirt road. Well, not right now, but here in the... Right now. See what I mean? Kind of loud. Oh, you poor guys. You can probably hear it even more in this. Huh? I gotta try and hold it still. Maybe that helps. Maybe I'm biased. 
because I didn't like Trump in the beginning, right? In the very beginning, especially after he had already ran. And, uh, hold on. Possibly the worst road I could have taken. Uh, see? This is the roads in Michigan. <laughs> and back to normalcy. But, um, how early am I? Alright, 10 minutes earlier, that's not bad. Oh, I think the last time this year I would get here about, well, maybe about five minutes earlier than this and have a smoke. <laughs> I was hiding it. I was hiding smoking. Oh, I love smoking. Man, it's almost probably been close to a year since I've been, since my last cigaretto. But yeah, maybe it's just because I'm biased that, you know, <clears throat> I didn't like him. And now I like him more than I, if that makes sense. It's like a rubber band effect, right? I didn't like Anderson Silva when he knocked out Chris Lieben, hated him. And then he became my favorite fighter. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think maybe it, it could be something to that degree. But I sure as shit wouldn't uh, be all right with some fucking low life leftist piece of shit up there, you know, fucking talking like he's from the hood or some shit. I wouldn't be okay with that. But... Oh, I mean, I guess I I see their argument on that side that you uh, you don't you don't like how he uh, he handles himself, I suppose. And I think all of us can kind of see that too, like right, like we're okay with people like, oh well, I don't like this part about him, and you're like, yeah, no, I get it, I get it. But you know, what about all this other shit? I mean, he, arguably, he is the most conservative president that we've ever had. But no matter, um, it was a win for. Pence, uh, I'm sorry, it was a win for um, um, Trump because Pence came up. Motherfucker, you're not turning left, you piece of shit. Because Pence was so statuesque, like he was that thing that you want, right? He's kind of the yin to the yang. What? Yin, yin yang? He's the yin to the yang. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. I'm retarded. He's the yin to Trump's yang, bro. <laughs> the yin yang twins. Um, ah, skeet, skeet, skeet. You know what I mean? But uh, no, I mean he was he was calm, a uh, good demeanor, and um, got the job done, dude. And not only that, came in and I don't know if you noticed, but he was getting a little catty in there too. He was he was able to hold himself and um, hold his tongue, I should say and uh, represent the office very well, very, very well. But he was still saying shit like, um, oh, what was he saying about like, oh, if they can somehow win the election. <laughs> that just like makes it out like there's insurmountable um, odds for them to overcome in order to join the presidency. He's like, motherfucker, we got this shit in lock. I, don't, I shouldn't even have to be here. This dumb broad over here running her cocksucker. Literally, Willie Brown, you know about that story? She was fucking Willie Brown. Anyway, um, he <laughs> just throwing throwing those little jabs in there and there, you know. Um, his closing his closing segment about what, you know, I was talking about with the eight-year-old girl um, writing in the question. <clears throat> and, uh, and he slam-dunked that one. 
And it was funny because the girl had asked about or had had mentioned, you know, the fighting between citizens and leaders and people on opposite sides and basically saying, how can we come together and yada, yada, yada. And Pence's side was, you know, yeah, um, we're going to try to make the government like you people. What's so important about what he just said there is that's the type of government that we have. And that's what I was trying to explain to my wife earlier. You will read in the Bible, uh, I think it's an act somewhere, um, where St. Paul states that you need to um, basically do what the leaders tell you what to do, right? And to some that might sound authoritarian, yada, yada, yada. Well, the thing about the United States is we govern ourselves. The president isn't my boss and he's not your boss. It's the other way around. He's, we're his boss, you understand? He's our representatives. That's what the people in office are. That's what the senators and the congressmen and shit like that are. They're representatives. They're representatives of us. We vote them in to say, all right, um, you know, we like what you're saying out of all of these other people who ran. And um, you're going to represent us. That's what it is. This chick is a total hippie. She's an old hippie. Wow. I mean, she's kind of attractive, though. She's like uh, 45, 50. Obviously not like sick. No, maybe she is. I don't know. That's like that one age that you just can't tell, you know? But you know it's not 19 and you know it's not 70. <laughs> it's somewhere in between. But she's, definitely, she's not 30. She's not 40. God, I'm almost 40. That doesn't seem right, man. That doesn't seem right at all. Does it sound like I'm almost 40 years old? I don't feel like it. I really don't. I mean, my back and shit sometimes do. <laughs> but overall, I don't feel like I'm fucking 40. Fuck was I just talking about? Damn it, that, that lady brought my attention away. Oh, um, yeah, so we govern ourselves. So we do what we tell ourselves to do. <laughs> um, but... I. You know, that's been Trump's whole thing. You've heard that, uh, the sound clip of him saying, I am your voice. Yeah. Uh-huh. See what I mean? Representation. He has constantly, I mean, from day one, he started talking about how he was returning the power back to the people. And he has. Less regulations. That's government regulations on your life. And he's a deregulator. You gotta love that shit. You want more of that. Deregulate everything. No more regulations. Fuck regulations. You know why? Because we have the Constitution to catch us. The Constitution is there to acknowledge and recognize our rights, but it's also the government's purpose, their only purpose, as I talked about with my son, uh, is to protect our rights. That's it. They shouldn't be involved in the economy. They shouldn't be involved in that type of shit. They should only be there to protect our rights. And I, that's what I noticed about um, uh, Pence's uh, final talking points. Uh, Kamala's, as the, the girl's question had to do with um, people being against one another and division and fighting and how can we come together. Well, then this stupid bitch fucking brings up uh, Charlottesville. Is that what it is? Char Charlottesville? The one where the the girl got, uh, Heather Heyer got hit by the car, right? And the tiki torches and shit. She fucking brings that up. It's like, 
She goes, yeah, Joe's reason for getting involved was because of that. And I guess that's what he has been saying, but I doubt that. I think it had more to do with fucking power and control uh, than anything. I don't think Charlotte, Charlottesville had anything to do with dick. Um, and it really doesn't. I mean, fuck, you guys are going to keep using that excuse? Uh, that was like a situational thing that happened. You fuckers, your side, purposely went out hunting, literally hunting a Patriot Prayer guy and fucking murdered him in cold blood. And you're going to keep bringing up Heather Heyer. Like, it's not like the guy targeted Heather Heyer. He was being fucking chased down. He had mental issues. You know what I mean? All of that come together in a situational setting that was on fire and he fucking hits the gas. Hey, I completely condemn that shit. As has everyone else. It's fucked up. If I could have prevented it, I would have. You don't hear the same from the left. You hear people fucking applauding it. And they went out and murdered somebody. So... Just look at that. At the very end of that uh, uh, debate, when the girl asked, how can we come together? Pence points to the people and says, we're going to make government like you great people. Kamala Harris continues to sow division by bringing up hot topics that will only bring division. Be accountable, be responsible, don't be liberal.